With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts my sports opinions because i'm pretty much a sports genius what's up everybody i'm eddie and i know the least about the sports but i'm your average sports fan your sports watcher don't know the who's who's don't know the what's what's once upon a time i had corona and i'm the number one dallas cowboys fan in the whole wide world what up y'all it's sizen i'm from the north alpha male i live on the west side of nashville right now currently with with my wife bay oh my and on the weekends we shotgun white claw hard seltzer and bud light hard seltzer uh, and we uh, are the number one Titans fans. <laughs> well, guys, then I need okay. to add, I'm the number one Bears fan. <laughs> I mean, you got to say them all then. I mean, you're the number one. Spurs fan, Spurs Jayhawks, Jayhawks fan, Cubs Ryan. fan. Jock. I wouldn't White claim Sox. Rock Jock this year, Coach. I mean, listen, just because they're out of the top 25 for the first time in 12 years. No, no, no. But they're, I think, in the top 35, right? Yeah, they're top 35. Yeah, they love to put it on there. When it's Kansas, the top 35. Never heard of that, guys. You can take the 35 off there. They haven't put that up there. They did a whole thing about the first time since, like, 2009 that they're... Oh, guys, guys, Duke is so bad, they're in the top 40. So we're going to put the number there, uh, 38. Okay, guys, you can just drop Duke. All right, they suck. They suck. <laughs> like you know what? It's weird. It's weird. A lot of the big teams suck this yeah, year. Yeah, lunch made a great point. I don't know if you want to make it on the air or hang up and listen. <clears throat> don't know what that point was. Oh, yeah. when you were talking about the girl refs. <sighs> no, he was saying uh, when teams aren't able to go in the household and uh, send some text messages and give oh uh, a little payment here, uh, a little payment there. Oh, oh, you want to? You want a little? Yeah, I'll look under your floor mat. Oh, there's $20,000. Oh, when all of a sudden all eyes are on the big schools and they're worried about being investigated, all of a sudden these teams are struggling hey. a little bit. The big schools, they do so well. And then you have the, what's the team that's undefeated? Murray State? Who's undefeated? Uh, that would be Gonzaga? Baylor and Gonzaga. Uh, there's got to be another one. I think that's it, Coach. There might be, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I think you're talking about, about Robert Morris. A boot. No. no, they won the coin flip madness. No, nah, I can't remember. Well, we sound confident. 
I don't know. But listen, we're just really we're just stalling because we're waiting for Taylor the one. I'm not stalling. The left tackle, Tennessee Titans. We got a lot to talk about. I hate when people say killing time to and I'm with my boys and or Billy and Billy go, ah, oh, we're just gonna kill some time. I'm like, Billy, Billy, Billy. Like life is short, bro. We're mm. never killing time. I love that. The the one currency that's worth the most is time, and you're telling me we're killing that? I love that. Coach. Uh, and especially when he goes, Oh yeah, yeah. I go on vacations with Billy and he'll go, Oh yeah, we're killing time. Billy. Run vacation every time you're like a sponge. Absorb the vacation. We're not killing anything, bro. You're right. Not to get too deep on you guys. Nah, man, that was great. You're Thank right. you. Thank Feeling you, Coach. Eddie. Maybe you can help me out with this, Ray. You're not going to be able to, but maybe you can give your opinion you because got, there's something in my household right now that is really just. You got possums? No, not possums. Not rats. Not any of that. Roaches. It's my two and a half year old. All of a sudden, is terrified to have his hair washed he used to love taking a bath take a bath it's so fun and now when you wash his hair and pour water over his head ah, he just starts to free i mean it is like trying to hold down a 400 pound man like trying to the world's strongest man you can't hold him down he wants to jump out of the bathtub and i don't know why that is you need to ask lawan is the water hot no it's like room temperature room temperature Okay, because usually I've realized that my skin, you know, at my 41 years of age, I can take, it's not as sensitive as it used to be, so I can take hot water. Uh, I realize that the babies, uh, they're oh. not really, you know, like, they don't so have... So you think you can take scalding hot water? Hotter than they can. I'm going to go get a cup of scalding hot water right now, and you're telling me you can take it to the face. Coach, what I'm saying is, to me, it's like, I can get, take it a little hotter, but when kids feel the hot water or babies, they're like, oh my God, that's burning my skin. I'm like, it's not hot at all, dude. Why are you overreacting? That could be it. Uh, other than that, Coach, I have no idea. But you want to hear something funny, Ray? I bet this isn't going to be funny, but yeah. Trust me, it's funny. You're going to think it's real funny. I don't think neither of Lunchbox's kids are going to like sports. Oh, my gosh. That's not funny. That's the most depressing (laughs) thing you've ever told me. That's not funny. I think Lunchbox (laughs) is slowly realizing that it's a possibility that his kids may grow up to just not like sports at all. See, I don't think that's possible. Like, I really don't because my oldest one, we were walking. We were going to go to the park the other day, and then he gets mad, and he doesn't want to go to the park. After we got to the park, Drake. he starts th- he starts throwing up. Drake pit. University, eighteen and one. Sorry, and they're not undefeated. So <laughs> there's a there there's a tree they tro- chopped down because of the tornado, so it was Coach. damaged. And so they just chopped it up and they threw the like logs in the forest. And they're yeah. huge. I'm talking. This is probably a hundred year old tree. So I, we go over and look Count at it, rings. and we find a football next to it. Oh, and let me tell you, if that kid doesn't love that football, he carries that football all around the house. Hold on, he, hold on, hold on. You you took the football. Well, it's just in the woods. I'm a coach, what if it's somebody left it there and they're going to be back and get their football? It was covered in leaves. I barely even saw it. I almost tripped over it coach. and almost broke my ankle. It was really a safety hazard. So we picked it up. And let me tell you, that kid, every night before he goes to bed, I put him in his little crib and he's like, football, football. So why, football. Eddie, I don't get where you're coming from. Coach, he because said. Because there was. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, please. Is this they're prep, your kids. Go guys, ahead. is this something you prep for? The no, show. no, no, we saved it for this show go specifically. Ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me. No, please. I don't know what you're going to say. I don't know what you're going to say. One of y'all make the first Oh my God, move. would you please say it? It, it? it just seems like their interests are going to be art. Okay. 
uh, more of the artsy side, the philosophical side. Uh, I think he's told me stories of his kids just doing things that Lunchbox would normally not do. Yes, yeah, like at school when they have circle time and they hang out and they talk. My kid goes and sits in the corner by himself and reads a book. <laughs> <laughs> like that is just that sounds not, like an athlete, Coach. That does not sound like. Well, Andrew Luck has a book club, so maybe yeah. the, he'll um, turn out to be Andrew true, Luck. True, but I look at it. And I'm like, that is just not my kid. How does he do that? And he always he comes on. He's like, color, color, color. I'm like, you want to go ride your bike? No, no bike, no bike, no bike. I'm like, what do you mean, no bike? But he wants to do dob dob. Like I guess they're like, like he's playing bingo. Yeah, basically they're basically dobbers with markers, and he just dobs on the paper and on yeah. the cardboard. Is he's dobbing little football players though, or anything? Right? No. He you said, should buy coloring books with football players on them. Something to get him interested in football. Well, no, we don't do coloring books. We just get a blank piece of paper and let him dob it. Coach, you got to get him in the coloring books. Well, I know books. what I'm going to get him for his birthday. Coloring books, Coach. I was going to get him a doll. No, I don't order those things. They're too expensive, Coach. They're $2.99, Coach. You can get a coloring book. Lawan in any second. Lawan in any second. He doesn't. <laughs> Is that the Lawan yeah. alert? Coach, please do not mess up his name. Hey, Luan, I got it. You said Luan. No, I was trying to come up with a, uh, what do you call those things? An alliteration. I was practicing last night. Hey, Luan, how's it going? I'm Lunchbox. Mr. Luan. Hey, Taylor. Uh, Hey, how's it going, T-Law? Hell of a season. I'm Lunchbox. I'll hang up and listen. T-Babe, it's me, Lunchbox. (laughs) Hey, T-Luan, sexy birdie. Hey, bub. (laughs) T-Babe. T-boop. T-loo. Hey. Luan, do you live in the Gulch? I live in East Nashville. Were you affected by the tornado? I'll hang up and listen. I wonder if he was. I have no idea. I don't know where he lives. I did. Well, I'm sure he'll give us his exact address. You can ask all those questions. I'm not going to ask him where he lives. Why not? Do you think he knows who? Do you think he listens to us? Do you think he listens to the Sore Loser Talk? Why don't you ask him how many partners? He's married. Then don't ask him that. <laughs> okay, good. Oh my oh, man. god! Sometimes you guys, like, but me, it's your boy in there. <laughs> I mean, it's usually him. You're right, no, but you, still, but we've been here for twelve hours. I just got a full belly on me. All I need right now is a nap and a binky. <laughs> and if I was your kid, what's a, a binky? A uh, pacifier. Oh, okay. What do you call it? Pacifier. Okay. What well, do you call it? A pacifier. I call it a sucker. No, some people call it a binky. Uh, there's a wubbinub, I guess is what it's what? called. Wubbinub? Never heard of that, Coach. Sounds Never. like something else. No, yeah. The yeah, yeah. No, that's all I got. Pacifier, and I've never heard binky. But, Coach, I hope the kid finds some footballs more than he finds the dolls. dolls. Yes. Now, this, this is a sad weekend, guys. We don't have football this weekend for the first time. It's a little sad. Thank God. I Probably the first weekend I'm not wrong in something. Yeah, well, speaking of you being wrong... Going to the mailbag. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. Ha 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 ha. Ray, my man, I'm profiting on your gambling. Not because you win, which you don't. I go opposite of you every time. I was going to bet on Mahomes, but you back them, so I switched to Brady. So thanks for being the worst gambler in history. Ha 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 ha. Win is honestly. We got our boy. Oh. Curb the email. He said, Win is honestly the last time you won. No lying. You never win. Okay. Thank you. Okay, putting him up. Guys, we have our guest, I believe. It is from the Tennessee Titans, the greatest, T. Wah! My goodness. 
What a entrance. What a <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. My both man. You, I'm, I'm palm, uh, palm queen waving as I talk to both of you right now. All of you, thank you so much for having me. Taylor Luan, this is pretty awesome. So I got a question for you. So I hope you have more than one. I got one I, question all, I wanted to ask. No, no, no. Well, the yeah, first question on. is, we just had the Super Bowl. And as a player that, you know, your team gets eliminated, you don't make the Super Bowl, do you still watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, without question. I mean, it's, it's a place you want to be. It's where everybody who plays the game wants to end up. And you're not going to watch the goat of all goats go against a guy who possibly can someday challenge the goat of all goats of being the goat of all goats. That's a, that's a, a must-see TV. Obviously, the game was a little more lopsided than any of us thought. I think if anybody thought there was going to be a blow anyway, it would have been the opposite of what happened. But, I mean, you know, that's just there's a reason why the goat's the goat, boys. The reason why. And that was an unbelievable game to watch. Okay, do we under, like, what Tom Brady was able to do going from oh, New England, here we go. walking into the Tampa Bay locker room where they're 7-9 and nine last year, and winning a Super Bowl, is that just like, are, are we underselling how impressive that is? And Taylor, hold on. Before you answer, he's forgetting all the good players that he surrounded himself with. So just remember that. Yeah. Well, you know, just because you have a lot of good players doesn't mean the team's going to mesh well and have the chemistry it does to win a Super Bowl. I saw a stat on Instagram, so you know it's true. I haven't looked into it at all. But Tom Brady... Tom Brady had the number one winning percentage of, I think, anybody in the NFL, obviously, in the last 10 years or so. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the worst. And then you bring Tom Brady there, and what happens? They win a Super Bowl. I think we will look back on this. I will tell my kids, I will tell my grandkids that, you know, it, this, is, this is one of the most unbelievable things we've ever seen in sports. I, I, I think I'm blown away as a professional athlete. I, I think people will undersell it. In different areas, I love it. I, I'm all about it. So last year, when you guys beat the Patriots in the playoff, when you go shake hands after the game, because it is Tom Brady, do you go and shake his hand and say good game, or do you try to play it cool as you know what? I'll go talk to other offensive linemen. You kind of, I think Tom just kind of boogied in and out. Uh, he shakes hands with the quarterback, and then he gets out of there. He's not much for waiting around. I think that guy's got every part of his life scheduled. Um, that's how the great ones do it. You know, I had the chance that we actually that same year practiced against the Patriots. They came to Tennessee. The big fight. Um, and uh, Tom and Brable are good friends, so they had their nice little banter. It was Brable's birthday week. It was fun. He had all the rookies come over and sing happy birthday to him. I mean, but you, when you're practicing against a guy like that, you're like, you're in awe. You're like, holy shit, dude, that's Tom Brady. And it's like, even as a player in the NFL, there's been a couple of Pro Bowl, like, it's cool as shit to see that. And then you go, oh, thank you. And then you go and you play, you know, uh, you'll play against him and you take take down what is the Patriots dynasty in that game. I mean, obviously, it's not one team that breaks the dynasty, but be the last team that played them and happened to beat them. Uh, it was just cool. It, it was a, it was a awesome. And if I had the opportunity to shake his hand to really answer your question, obviously, I'd go shake the guy's hand. Is it too geeky for you to ask for another player's autograph? No, I mean, that's kind of what players do when they trade jerseys, right? It's, yeah. it's just us saying, hey, let me get your autograph on this piece of fabric. That's really all That's all that is, is a memorabilia thing. I would love a Tom Brady jersey. I've met him once, been around him several times, obviously played against him a bunch, lost him a lot, beat him a few. And, uh, I've, you know, I haven't had the, the cojones to go up to him and ask for a jersey, but I'd absolutely love one. I think he's awesome. 
Now, do you what cool like whose jersey do you have on your wall? Do you have any old timers like where you see people like from like old 49ers or old, you know, Titans or that you ask them, hey man, you got an old jersey? Yeah, I can coach. Get? He got Bart Starr's jersey, coach. Okay. <laughs> I uh growing up I didn't really watch sports very much. I was outside, I rode dirt bikes, I was a little skid. But um now that I've played a little bit, one of the my coaches a few years ago, his name was Russ Grimm. He was one of the original hogs. And when he departed from the Titans, I reached out to him several times. I reached out to his girlfriend. I was like, listen, you need to give me a jersey. Like, you know, this is what a cool experience it was to have you as a coach. One of my favorite coaches of all time, too. So um, I have that. That's the only old school one I have. I got a bunch of the guys that are obviously recent. When you go to get the opportunity to play in, like, Pro Bowls and big games and, you you know, you meet guys in the offseason, it was very cool. And so um, – I've got some jerseys there, but the only old school one I have is is uh, Russ Grimm's. So when you're out on the field and you're in the trenches, the tr- is there a lot of trash talk? Or since you're an offensive lineman, you're just so concentrating on your assignment. Is there not really a lot of you know shooting the shit with people? I try to get more jaw setting than anybody. I think it's a necessary evil in the game. Uh, it's part of working out. You got to talk shit. You got to be. You got to do all that stuff. You know. You got to be able to. To chirp at the guys, get in their skin a little bit, get under the skin, say a bunch of ridiculous stuff that nobody means, and then once the game's over, you shake hands, you move on, you smile about it. Is there anything that's off limits when you're talking trash? <laughs> no, um, I've really found out that the NFL is a very homophobic uh, league for whatever reason. I don't understand it honestly, but so I'll say things that are overstepping quite a bit um, to other guys to make them, you know, get in their head a little bit and say some. Uh, some very inappropriate things to them. And, and I, I've had guys come up to me after games. I've said something to them in the first quarter. And then after the game, they'll come and be like, hey, did you really mean that? And it's like, wow, you really said <laughs> about that. That's know? great. So it's fun. I, I, I'm a, I, I do enjoy the trash talk. I think it's a cool, fun, necessary part of the game that I really enjoy. So, and, and when you do your po- podcast, Bussing with the Boys, because you got you talk some Titan stuff and, you know, like moves and like when the coaches are leaving, when you lose Arthur Smith down to the, you know, Atlanta, does, do you ever worry Vrabel's going to come to you and be like, hey, come here, you're in the principal's office, you can't say that on the podcast? Yeah, I've been in the principal's office several times with Vrabel. It's kind of just, that's how we get our us time in, you know? Well, I got to get in trouble for us to have a good quality conversation. So I look forward to it. Um, Vrabel does a good job of, kind of laying down what the boundaries are with the entire team. So I just take what he says in the team meetings, how we deal with media, and kind of just move that to the podcast. And I don't I talk about other guys' in, injuries, compare other guys to other players, those types of things. But uh, a feeling of a guy like Arthur Smith leaving is, is, you know, I loved Arthur Smith. I thought he was unbelievable. He was a, you know, a, a GA type of position when I first got to the Tennessee Titans. And for him to watch a guy like that, to have a developed relationship with him and have him kind of going and becoming a head coach, that's cool. He's a friend. You know what I'm saying? He's not just a coach. He's a friend of mine. So if Rabel uh, came to me and was like, you can't be talking about Arthur, I'd be like, well, you'd be over it because it's, like, it's my buddy. You know what I'm saying? It's like if, if Will plays football, and he, but he plays for another team, I'll talk about how I miss him. And it's just kind of the same thing in my mind, you know? What up, T-Law? It is Sizen. Um, I saw on Twitter that Marcus Mariota is trending, and we record this a day ahead of time, so it might be outdated. But uh, where, where do you think he's going? I don't know. I know he loves Las Vegas. He's a guy that, um, you know, the guy loves playing some crafts. He likes going out, and uh, that's his way of relaxing. That's his, that's his one vice. So 
you know, I think he likes it there. I think the coaches like him there. I don't, as far as truth, I mean, who knows where he's going to go, right? Like, all these other people have, like, oh, well, Marcus is in the right system. I don't know. I know Marcus is a great football player. I know he's a good dude. And that's the most important thing. So, if he does go somewhere, happy for him. Hopefully, there's an opportunity to start and be as good as I know he can be in the NFL. And uh, if he stays in Vegas, hopefully, there's the opportunity to start there, too. Taylor, question. Awesome, Taylor, real quick about about this whole like who knows thing. You know, we we as sports fans, we depend on on uh, ESPN or these some of these insiders to break news. Adam to Schefter, us. Adam Schefter, all that crap, right? Yeah. But but how much of this stuff do you think is already known, and how much of it is like, oh no, Adam Schefter really did get the inside scoop. No one knew this stuff. I think. Uh... I think when it comes to the speculation, like let's use uh, like let me, let's say Adam Schefter tweeted right now, hey, Titans are looking to move on from Taylor Lewan, we're going to trade him, blah, 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 something along those lines. I, a guy like Adam Schefter so, and Ian Rappaport, I think, I mean, I, and I don't know, right? I'm speculating just as a fan like everybody else. I think they know, they've gotten somebody. Like they, they have somebody on the inside that knows something, and then it's just a matter of time. The thing that I think is BS is the uh, – you know, oh, Deshaun Watson's, you know, going to the Jets. They're a huge trade thing. Because how many times do you see a guy like a big-name guy have trade interest and then, you know, they say, oh, the Jets or oh, the Bears or oh, this. And then it goes to, like, the Seahawks. You know, so like a random, <laughs> never was talked about, but then all of a sudden goes to some team that no one even mentioned the whole time. So I think once the information is brought out that, hey, this guy like Orlando Brown, Tweeted or said or Schefter said today, which is a day ahead of time. So whenever this does air, um, Schefter says Orlando Brown wants to play left tackle, and it's like, okay, I know that for fact now, or not for fact, but I would probably assume that's true. And then it's like now when the speculation happens, oh, the Jets. I don't know why I keep going to the Jets. The Jets need a left tackle. <laughs> this team needs a left tackle. Like then I'm like in my mind I always go, ah, they're probably not going there then. You know, oh, he'll probably end up at you know the Houston Texans or the the Jacksonville Jaguars or something that no one talks about. I just think that's how it always goes for whatever reason. T-Law is in here again. One time I saw you at Best Buy and you were loading up like a 70 inch into your truck. And I was like 15 feet away with my wife. And I was like, one and I just, and it got me to thinking, do P are, like, if you go out to a spot, are people usually shouting your name saying what up? Cause you're pretty recognizable for a guy that's on the line. Well, when you're an attention whore like me, you tend to get those types of things. <laughs> people will notice you a lot more. I um, yeah, people people recognize me and they talk to me and I I love it because I know that there's gonna come a day when I'm in my 40s or 50s or whatever it is, however long it lasts. I'm gonna walk into a store and no one's gonna care who I am or what I do. So like right now, when I have a kid come up to me or someone that's older than me or someone my age, you know, they come up to me and talk to me about being a fan. I just think that's the coolest thing in the world that someone wants to take time out of their day to talk to me about something that I do. I think that's the coolest thing. I think, you know, people need to appreciate that more because it goes away. And I bet there's a lot of guys that didn't care about it when it was going, maybe thought of it as a burden. And now we're like, oh, man, it'd be cool for someone to come up to me and say, oh, you're so-and-so that did this, aren't you? You know? So I'm all about it. Dude, love that. I was wondering about your injury because when that happened during the season, don't remember the week, but I remember looking at my wife and it, it was just a very sad moment for us. I'm not going to say that we cried, but like, dude, we knew you were a huge part of the Titans and we knew that we took a little bit of a hit there. So I'm just wondering, are you better now and are you good to go for next season? <laughs> I'll be more than ready to go by next season. The way I view the whole situation is my knee got hurt, but the rest of my body's gotten better. 
Yeah. The rest of my body has an upper has an opportunity for my, you know, I have an opportunity for my chest to get stronger, my, my, you know, if I have a shoulder issue or an elbow issue, get those things all dialed in. I've been worried. I had surgery October 27th. I was able to work out 13 days after that. So early, I've been working out on the rest of my body, on the rest of my nutrition, on my leg since early November. I'm ahead of the curve as far as I'm concerned. Dude, where are you working out? Like Planet Fitness or yeah, uh, yeah, Planet Fitness, well, downtown well, MCA. Planet Fitness kind of died for me a while back. I never really stepped in that. It's something about the purple and the yellow. It just didn't do it for me. Um, but I will say that I, I'm at Lipscomb right now. There's a guy there who's the strength coach for the high school team who was with the Broncos and the Houston Texans. He actually started um, Exos, which was originally Athens Performance. Uh, guy's unbelievable. His name is Luke Richardson. So I've got him along with uh, a woman named Anna Hartman who's really headlining my PT. And uh, it's just us three, and it's awesome. You shoot the bull with the Dilfer while you're there? Yeah, you know, Dilfer's a pretty big try-hard guy. He does enjoy uh, coming and chirping me and stuff like that. <laughs> so I've given him quite the cold shoulder every now and then, you know. I just think if I stress him out by not talking to him, maybe he'll think something's wrong. Any chance you were in part of those uh, secret workouts that the Titans weren't <laughs> supposed to be happening at the high school? Were you out there running practice for Vrabel since you were hurt? Coach. Well, that, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but the Titans never got fined or anything for it. And the reason why is when you go and look back at the film and you look at the time and dates and when all that stuff actually happened, none of those rules were in place, right? Exactly. As soon as the rules were in place, we never did anything wrong. You know, if, and the best way to tell if we did something wrong, trust me, the NFL loves taking back Monday. They love, they love putting in their little piggy banks. So I'm sure they wanted to, to, to find us and do all that. But if you, if you watch the film, a.k.a. the surveillance cameras, if you watch when uh, the workouts were going on, all that stuff, um, and you look at the dates and when the NFL made those rules, they're close, but uh, they line up uh, perfectly to where we didn't do anything wrong. Um, we we never suspected the Titans no, would do no. anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Now my question is: after a game, that. after a game, come Monday, Tuesday, how long into the week does it take you to feel better? Because you're getting just crushed, boom, 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 over and over. How bad do you feel the next day? The next day is not too bad. Tuesday, you're kind of like, okay, what's going on here? And then Wednesday, you're like, God, I feel like terrible. I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on this show or not. Yeah, you can. Know, you can do whatever okay. you want. Yeah. Oh, okay, I feel like shit. It's just, it's awful. And then Thursday, you know, oh, you said, thank you. And you start to feel a little bit better Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know what I'm saying? You start to just kind of, it feels a lot better than Sunday. You're right back where you were last yeah. Sunday, and you feel great. And it's just, let's get another car wreck. I enjoy, I mean, I think the longer I go in the season because of how I try to take care of my body, the end of the year I feel better than I do at the first four games. Those first four games, you got to kind of callous yourself into the pain. Like everything kind of hurts. You don't know what to really work on because it's all painful. And then at the end of the year, you kind of just calloused over where everything's kind of you're a zombie working through everything. It's it's a, it's a nice deal. Pimp, uh, you said uh, Mariota likes to play some craps and hit the casino, I guess, a little bit in Vegas. That's his vice. Are you willing to say possibly a little vice yours? Maybe you like to drink too much on a Saturday night? What do you got? He goes to Kentucky Downs, dude. Uh, no, I'm not sure my vice is. Everyone has to have a vice, otherwise you're a serial killer. So i got to figure out what mine is. Um, I've kinda, I've, I haven't drank as much. I definitely don't drink right now because of my leg, and it's just like, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to heal, right? Yeah. So if I try to put the toxin in my body, I'm not going to get the production I want. And you know, I've known to blame but myself. 
So I'm sitting here viceless right now. I need to find something bad to do for sure. Hey, well, I mean, one vice you might have. I, I saw you um, at the the farmers market. You were in the garden magazine. section. You were you were getting some flowers a couple years ago. You spend a lot of time out in the garden. <laughs> you guys definitely are following me around a little more than I'd like. Yeah, no but, crap. Um, yeah, no, I was in uh, that uh, farmer's market up by, uh, like, off Rosa Parks, right? Exactly, and yeah, and you were, you, you were getting some flowers, and I was like, oh, look at that, Taylor Lewan likes to garden. Were they perennial? I will, uh, I will definitely, I'll say this, my wife, every year, every, you know, spring, she's like, you know, let's garden, let's do this, let's put some plants, let's start making our own cucumbers and, or lettuce or whatever it is that is that time to do. And uh, so I go out to the farmer's market with her, and we get plants, and we do that. And about a week goes by, and then both of us forget about it, and then we have dead plants in our backyard for about four months, and then we get rid of them. And every spring, it's like Groundhog's Day. We just do it all over again. Pimp, hey, so I know now with the pandemic, nobody's hung out with each other in a year, but before that, and you guys would go to the Preds games. You, like, hang out with Johansson. You guys all, are you friends with the other teams in town, like the baseball guys, the hockey dudes? The sounds? My biggest man crush in Tennessee has got to be Roman Yossi. I love the guy. Handsome boy. Got a beautiful accent. He's a good guy to be around. Let's be real. They're, they're all good-looking dudes, Taylor. They just stay good for them, you know. And I, I, I like those guys a lot. I wouldn't say I hang out with them all the time, but I love being around them. Um, you know, Roman's wife and my wife are friends. It's, you know, we got a, it's a good stable around here in Nashville, having the community of athletes. When we're around each other, we see each other at the bar, you know, Drinks are being bought for each other, and, and people are hanging out. Uh, those are good guys, man. I, I hope they, um, I hope they keep it going this season. Obviously, I've heard some things that have been so great, but hopefully, they turn it around. And everything works out. Pimp, hey, so you said you hang out with some famous people, obviously, because you're famous yourself. Um, we work on the Bobby Bone Show, the Big Show, and we were just wondering: Are you friends with any country artists, like a noteworthy one? Uh, I would say, I guess so. I mean, there there's guys that I'm friends with that I enjoy, um, that I've been around a few times. Obviously, uh, Thomas Rhett's a great guy. Tyler Hubbard's a really good dude. Um, you know, you get to be around a lot of these guys, and you know, in the smaller circles, you get to do you know, new charity events, and these guys are so involved in um, making the world a better place. And and we get a wife like mine. You bring them. She she brings me into those things, and uh, we we all get together and. There's some good people out there. One guy that I think is going to be big time, I was just on his podcast, Just Being Earnest. I think Earnest is going to be a, a big time dude, and I can't wait to watch him blow up. Taylor, this is a serious question, man. Uh, I've always wondered about this because I've heard, talked to people around town, around Nashville, who have seen Derrick Henry in the flesh, and the first thing they say is you, you can't help but just look at his butt because he has a monstrous butt. Ooh. Probably where a lot of that uh-huh. energy comes from. you probably been in the locker room with him. Have you seen what his butt the? close up? Well, I'm sure at one point or another I have seen his butt close up. Um, not as close as we're probably all thinking of, but from a distance. <laughs> and we're in the locker room within uh, within eye shot with decent eyes. But I've, you know, for me, I don't, I can't, uh, I can't put an eye or a memory on a time I've really awed at Derrick Henry's ass. <laughs> okay, so all I right. Think, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that conversation came up. Next time I see Derek, it'll be uncomfortable for both of us. <laughs> Fair enough. And with all the rumors about Deshaun Watson and the turmoil with the Texans. He doesn't know, Coach. No, no, coach. I'm gonna, he ask, can't compare players, No, coach. I'm not going to compare players. Not listening. As a, as a Tennessee Titan, are you like, oh, hell yes, trade that dude. Trade that dude out of our division. Get out of here. Or do you just say, oh, it's all hearsay until something happens? Well, it is all hearsay until something happens, but, I mean, Deshaun Watson's a game changer. He's an unbelievable football player. And so anytime you get a guy to get the hell out of your division, I'm happy about it. You know what I'm saying? 
But, I mean, the guy is a complete stud. You know what I'm saying? He was on a 4-11 and team, and he put up MVP numbers. He crushed it, or four and twelve. I don't know what. I don't even know how many games we play anymore. I think it's changing next year. But he is an absolute stud. I love the way the guy plays. I think his rookie year, there was a change of possession thing going on, and both offenses were on the field, kind of like staking their claim on territory. And I looked at their left tackle, and I was telling him how trash he was. And Deshaun walked up, and I was like, "Hey, you're a stud, though. You're you're going to be awesome." And he was just like, "Yeah, thanks, man." And he's become that. He's uh, an absolute stud. So. It's a, it's very cool to see that, but yeah, I mean, if he left the division, as long as both parties are happy, I guess good for them. I'll stay out of it, but you know, I wouldn't be upset. Taylor, settle this debate for us. We're we're all gamblers here on the show, and we like to always use the excuse when a really good team gets beat by a crappy team. We say, oh, well, of course they looked at the schedule and said this team sucks. We're not going to try very hard. Is that? actually yeah. true like when you go you look at the schedule and like oh we're playing the Bengals they're terrible oh no let's say for example we go with the Jets when they're 0 and 12 right. and they're on your schedule next week are you more like in that week of practice is it less dialed in because you think oh you know what we show up we're going to beat them no <laughs> not at all the uh those are the most dangerous teams cuz there are guys that do sleep i mean uh, you you don't do that it's the NFL everyone's good you go in, you play a team, let's say Jacksonville, you're playing Jacksonville, and they were 1-15 or whatever they were this year. You play them in December, and they're 1-whatever at that point. They got Josh Allen. They got that rookie at LSU. They got good ball players that don't matter how bad their team is as a team collectively. I got my hands full all day, you know? So I, uh, I, don't, I try not to sleep on anybody, and if I do, shame on me. Dude, T-Law, what do you do before the game? I, I saw LSU randomly, their locker room, they got it upgraded. It looks like they got a freaking bowling alley in there. I was wondering, like, in the Titans locker room, are you guys playing Madden? Are you playing the Madden game that you're about to play? Or are you just listening to music and jamming out? Or are you doing some art? Well, if I had to pick between all of those things, I'd probably do art. But um, before an actual game, I'm preparing my body to go, you know, play a football game. So I'm getting the cold tubs and the hot tubs. I'm rolling out. I'm releasing my hip flexor. I'm doing these different uh, specific stretches, random movement things, and then I go and I play football. So I'll play the video games after. If you have a night game, you play like a 7 p.m. or um, the boys are all about Nintendo 64. We really enjoy that. We are. We used to be more than we are now, but we would go and play Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64 for hours. And, and then, you know, about four or five hours before the game, you cruise over to the stadium and you start getting ready. So it's a, it's a, it's a full day affair. I mean, if you're playing at noon, you're up at six. Guy like oh, Ben yeah. Jones, he's up at like 5 a.m. It seems like every day. How awkward was it this season when you run out of the tunnel and there's no fans in the stadium? Yeah. How hard is it to get hyped up? Well, you play the game, so I mean, I always enjoy. I mean, the energy is—if I have anything at all, it's that. But um, yeah, dude, it was it was really weird going to Denver for that first Monday night game, week one. You're sitting there; it's kind of it's like kind of it's weird, it's eerie, right? And I I, uh, I went down for a second, and you know, everything went quiet. The the fake noise that the the stadium is feeling out is like turns off and there's the 50 you know family members that are watching their families play and everything's just quiet it's really really weird did it feel like practice because they kept saying that but did, did it feel like practice and did, did you catch yourself sometimes during the game like oh shit this is not practice crap i gotta really worry about winning here 
No, because I think the coaches do a good job of scaling up or down depending on the week uh, going into Sunday. Sunday feels like Sunday. And so um, it's definitely – the atmosphere is completely different. It's way, way different. But it's definitely not a practice. Hey, this is probably a dumb question. Just real quick, and if you got to go, you can always just hang up on us. But I was wondering, <laughs> before the yeah, Super no. Bowl, everybody's an expert after it, but before the game, who did you seriously think was going to win, Goat or Baby Goat? Good question. I would have probably thought Patrick Mahomes would have won. I really, I know people, everyone's the next day changing their answers, but I'm, I'm not a, I'm not going to do that. I think I, I could have guessed their team, you know, playing them in the AFC Championship last year and them, you know, basically just reloading again, you would assume. Um, but, I mean, hats off to, to the GOAT and, you know, the coaching staff and all that, because that was unbelievable. I, I was, the whole game, I was so excited to watch it. I, I sat down. Didn't put my kids to bed. My wife had to do everything. I feel so terrible for her, but I was doing. I was watching that game, man. It was awesome. It was really cool to be uh, to watch that go down. And you know, if the Titans are in it next year, it could be the same thing. But the Titans are going to be in it next year, right? I mean, that, that's the plan. We're going to well, improve on the why, improve that defense. You know, and, that's and why my, listen, I've I've already said that. Yeah. So my question is, <laughs> if how many of these players in the NFL fail because of bad coaching? Or they, they just get drafted because like Tannehill's down in Miami and everything's oh he's terrible because I mean as we see Adam Gase is a moron he doesn't know what he's doing and so everybody just casts him off like he's a bust like Tannehill sucks and then he comes to Tennessee and he gets a coach that actually knows how to use his talent and boom what do you know he's a damn good quarterback so how many players fail just because the coaching is just not good I don't know. I'm really not sure. I mean, the first two seasons I was on, two and fourteen, three and thirteen. You know, it looked like there was no end in sight. uh, Sometimes in those seasons, it's weird to to think about that and how guys. I think I don't think this happened with Tannehill because I think Tannehill has always been a a, ahead of his time, mature wise guy. But a lot of times, it has to do with maturity. Guys, you know, still in college. I mean, I'd go out on a Friday night before a game on, or a Thursday night before a game on Saturday in college, and go play a little hungover in a college game and then NFL you can't be doing that stuff you get buried and things just move a lot faster and stuff so I think it's a, there's a maturity level of developing that definitely is something that you know people need to look into but I, I don't know that's a really good question people people either pick it up or they don't it's weird I don't if I was a scout if I had all the answers I'd be the best scout in the world but I just I have no idea well, Taylor Luan, we really appreciate you coming on. Guys, you can check out his podcast, Bussin' with the Boys, which is really fun, and they have a really, I mean, cool setup. I don't know where you get the money for that. If uh, He's got a lot of money, Coach. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Is it because he was the highest? I do have a lot of money, yeah. The highest paid left tackle in football. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what it is? Wait, do you look at price tags still? Depends on what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, ah. it's like a Lambo, of course, right? Balling. Yeah, well, Lambo, you kind of slotted in your head, right? Quarter mil. <laughs> around there and up. But uh, no, I mean, if I'm going to Target, I'm probably not. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, I probably don't look at the price tag as much as I probably should. I've lost a little bit of touch that way. Um, but, you know, I, I am frugal. I'm wearing a pair of shoes right now, a pair of Vans that I've had for over five years. Uh, I don't 
I spend my money on stupid things, not on things that actually matter. Well, you know? Hey, stupid so, things. Tell us the stupidest or the, like a cool, unique thing at your house. That just that would kind of awesome. I know you have a wife and kids. You're spending on diapers and stuff like that and honeydews. But is there something <laughs> like, a, I don't know, a beer keg underneath? The, like, is there something like really unique? No, I don't think there is anything, man. You kind of caught me with my pants down just now because I don't really have. There's nothing that is like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of weird. I just, I'll go on a spree and you know, want to dress like a baseball player for three weeks, so I'll buy like baseball pants and a jersey and just stupid stuff like that. Like, (laughs) it just doesn't have to make sense for me to go do it. I just kind of go do it sometimes, and those are the things. Uh, everything in my house. My house looks like an absolute bomb went off because we're moving in a little bit. So there's nothing really in there special. Where are you headed? Well, I'm not going to tell you because this is going to be a podcast. And <laughs> I don't, as, as much as you guys follow me around around town, I'm I know. Up in my house. I really these, don't, these coach. dudes. You got a jacked up truck, though. That thing's a okay. $100,000 right. truck. Ray, coach. leave him alone. Yeah, hey, what is with you, dude? Yeah, dude, leave him alone. You, you, you know my whole life. Coach, I just randomly saw hey, you. He said he saw you throwing the same. He goes, this is what he said before you Coach, came Coach, you didn't even have the geek squad. You were launching a 70-incher in your truck by yourself. Well, dude, the truck has a, it has a leveling kit on it. It's not even lifted, really. So it's a good truck. I'm sitting at it right now talking to you, actually. It's a, it's a good deal. It's a nice truck. You know, I love it. It is what it is. But to go back, I want to touch on something real quick before you guys kick me out. Touch the away. Um Busting with the boys, that whole thing, we were balling on a budget, man. The whole thing looks great, but it was cheap as hell to get that whole studio set up. The bus cost me two grand and not much after that to get it studio ready. Man, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a great looking setup. Like, it looks fun. It looks comfortable. It looks inviting. It, lo- it, it really is a cool setup. Well, and it's also smart, too, because then you're just going to have a job right after you're done with the NFL. You'll already be good at talking and doing segments and teasing stuff. And you've already got your podcast bigger than ours. And we're on, a, you know, I yeah. mean, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, so we do no, for we are, a living. We are, but... definitely, we are definitely dominating you guys on every single aspect. <laughs> but it's all good. It's people helping people. That's why we're on this thing now. Maybe some guy, when he has you a little bigger, you guys can come on to ours. It'll be great. All right. Hey, we really Thank appreciate you, it, Taylor. Go. Have a great day, man. Later, dude. Guys. See ya. Later. Do you think he hated that? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
wow. No, he I thought mean, at first. I think he was like, "What am I going on?" He still had, he was driving down thirty-five and sixty-five. I think but the, then he settled in, and I think he realized, "Wow, that's a really good podcast." Well, I don't know. I, I think we sometimes ask a lot of questions as three of us, so we come out at different angles and like pop, 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 pop. I think after thirty minutes, they're just like, "Okay, like I didn't know it was going to be." A see, court he, he even sounded like he didn't want to get off. He sounded like, "Man, you guys are going to kick me off." And the answers started getting shorter after the thirty-minute mark. Man, but I, I thought noticed. he had some cool insights. Great, it was uh, it was answers you typically don't get. Guys, I think we're friends now. Okay. You think he likes us? Yeah, I, I think we're friends now. Like, I think if we go to the games, coach, and you yell, "Do your Lou what?" He's gonna be like, "There he is, coach, dude." Uh, but he's also the competition. No, 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 he's not. See, that's no, the no, thing. no. He's not. He's not, coach. So is Barbara with the Rose Who, podcast. Barbara Strides. Like, who are you talking about? Barbara Walters, uh, the, the Donna, the lady with the, the the flowers podcast. Coach, she's a competition too. No, we're not. We're all just doing what we do. We're Call just doing daddy. what we do, and they have a different style. We have a different style, and they, he's he's a really cool. He seemed really cool. He's really cool, fun. dude. He gave us some great info. And be honest with you, though, I'd have never heard his voice before, so that could have not been Taylor Lewan, and I would have just bought it. No, that's his voice. Okay. That's definitely his voice. All right, because when Ray saw him at the best. By sounded just like that. Yeah. Lou Wood! Lou Wood! And then I will he, say in person, he kind of gave me that look like, okay, yeah. fanboy. I mean, Ray, I can't believe Eddie actually asked the butt question. Coach, you what? probably you could have held off on the butt question. What? That could have just been a joke amongst us. What do you mean, Coach? I wanted a true answer. I was really expecting to be like, oh, dude, it's, a, it's, it's unbelievable. I wish you could see it. <laughs> That's really what I was looking for. I didn't know that he had never really looked at it. And then Ludge hits him with the, well, we know the Titans are going to be in the Super Bowl. He's like, okay, well, yes, that's the team I play for. And then he tries to get he this goes, breaking. Uh, Where are you moving to? He tries to get this TMZ there answer, right. too. Like, when you guys were illegally working out at the high school. Coach, I can't believe you went into that. Coach, what are you doing? <laughs> I was making a joke about, hey, since you were injured, were you there running practice for Frable? I was being funny, like, hey, were you That part- wasn't funny, Coach. No, I know it didn't. It ended up not being Coach, it, I got we got one of the coolest tidbits I've never heard from any other sports show. Go ahead, Mariota throwing the crabs. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was real good. Coach. Were you rolling on that part? What do you mean rolling on the camera? Do you know how you make those little videos? No, we don't have them on <laughs> camera, Coach. <laughs> oh, I thought hey, that would be one we put out in the hey, atmosphere. Mariota oh, throwing the crabs, me, dude. He like, he's why would he stay in Vegas? Well, he likes to go to the casino, throw the crabs. <laughs> That's badass. Hey, he's, he's like he's got a little itch in his hand. For Guys, watch him go to Vegas. If he goes to Vegas, then we're gonna be like, well, no, he's already been there. Oh, uh, that's right. Sorry. All right. All right. Well, happy Friday, guys. There, hey, listen. There's no football this weekend, so you're gonna be betting NBA. Uh, there, you know, UFC, college, college basketball. basketball. Forgot about Pebble Hockey, Beach golf. Uh, Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Uh, you um, got the Australian NASCAR, Open. Australian Open. There's yeah. a lot to bet on this weekend. Waste management UFC, was a little depressing fight last night. weekend. I said UFC already. Did you? I said UFC just before Ooh, that. I lost bad last weekend. Oh, did you? I, well, but so I lost a lot of little ones, and then I hit the two big ones that I needed to just make money back. Hey, we got an email from our... Yeah, you go, Eddie. I gotta I you got to go. We'll see you you got to go. I so, Ray, this, hey, uh, hey, boys, is there a more annoying family in all of sports than the Mahomes family? Uh I told you guys. <laughs> Go Patrick, pick up the kid. Hey, Patrick's fiance and brother were pretty annoying. Now his mom going at the refs and Giselle, just like you guys said on the podcast. They are so annoying. Uh, coaches. Sincerely, Doc. That's I just thought Pitch that was pretty funny. Here. Hey, Lawan said he thought Baby Goat was going to win yeah, before the game. Lawan picked Baby Goat over Goat. And that's yeah. Being in his position. 
Pitts said it's surprising, but he did admit. Hey, Pitts, hey, Pitts, get on that mic real quick. Well, go get jump in there real quick. Are you yeah, come here, Pitts. Pitts, come here. He's going to come jump in there. He's jumping in for a hottie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can keep it civil today. Sit on Eddie's mic. Now they're sitting one foot away from hey. each other. This is awkward. You might as well just sit now on his that, lap, brother. Now that we're a, a few days out of the Super Bowl, are you are you better? Are you are you good? Like I mean, emotionally, like as a fan, if I was a fan, I'm, I'm saying I I'm just want to make sure you're good. We're good. Oh, you never have to question that. I was actually good even after the game, which was surprising. It wasn't I mean? Of course, you always want to win, but I mean, but the, but that game honestly was an ease. It, it eased it was, you into the loss. Okay, I got like, a question. It's not one brother, that shocked you at the very end. Would you rather lose like that? Yes. Or would you lo- rather lose on a last second? I'm field answering goal? it for him like that. <laughs> Easier, I probably to lose like that because you accept the fact that it's not going to go your way. You know, it, it's tough. Those nail biters are tough. The, the nail biters are fun after the fact when you want them. They're fun right. to go back and, and knowing their t- nail biters. Uh, the toughest part for me was knowing we were going to lose the game, accepting it. I mean, Tampa Bay looks great. It's Brady. Uh, always a concern going in. I just once you realized how much pressure we were facing. Kudos to them, their defensive scheme. We could not protect Mahomes. Baby um, goat. I was scared. <laughs> I mean, scared in the sense that uh, he was running. I mean, he, he just yeah. couldn't, couldn't no, because like I know, like when like when the Bears were in the Super Bowl against the Colts. I mean, I don't know how many years ago that was. Mm-hmm. And it was just from the jump. I was like, okay, well, the Bears lost. Like, it, it was just so much easier because the game was never like, oh, the Bears have a chance. Like, I wasn't on the edge of my seat going, ah. So I just wonder as a fan how you would rather, like, like Ray, if you're cheering for your team, would you rather them lose, just get blown out and let and get it over with? Or would you rather be in it to the end and then have the heartbreaking defeat? No, blown out. I knew it was easier on Pitts there. Yeah. If it would have been a last-second pass that they lost, I mean, Pitts wouldn't have recovered yet. That's why you're recovered, coach, because you were easy. You were starting to ease into it during the game. Yeah, just think. I mean, if, if Garoppolo would have put Garoppolo would have put that ball on target to I don't, who's he throwing it to? Oh uh, yes, I know you're talking. We may about. have lost, you know, fifty four. Yes, you know, so we had that game in fifty four. I mean, it was very much a nail biter. You know, even though the score didn't reflect it at the end. I mean, that one pass that Garoppolo threw could have changed things for us. It could have been back to back Super Bowl losses. And that's <laughs> when we get, had the birth you know? of the baby goat. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think nobody would disagree with the fact that we've got a lot of exciting football to see. Uh, left out of Mahomes and likely maybe still Brady, you know, if they can protect the guy. God, I mean, please. I mean, no, there has to be like, when saying, is the, I, mean, I, I know every year I say, this is it. And I, after this year, I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, there's no way that Brady's going back. But guess what? He'll probably just be just as good and he'll be back. Father Time doesn't seem to bother Brady at yeah, all. Yeah, but I, I, Father I, but, Time I would agree with, but don't you have to applaud a guy for taking care of himself? Oh, he's so, I mean, yes. the guy looked great. I mean, in, in you know, in addition to his physical ability and just, you know, what he's worked hard to be there, the guy keeping himself in shape, I mean, is not Father Time. It's not luck. I mean, I mean, it's dedication. The, guy, the, the you know? de- discipline he has and the dedication he has to his body and his regiment and everything it's unbelievable. I mean, it, I wouldn't it, be it takes surprised a special if he's working today for next year. I mean, that's probably? just the kind of mindset. Uh, okay, that he's, I'm just saying. I, mean, I wonder how long don't. he takes off. Like, okay, you know, the season's over. Give me three weeks. I'm going to enjoy my family, go on vacation, and then boom, is he back at it? I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's going to take some weeks off. I didn't mean it, you know, literally. No, he but takes I mean, time people off. like that. The pictures surface every time of him and Giselle in Cabo. They'll take or in Cancun in Costa Rica. They take themselves. Yeah, a but good- there's a pandemic now, man. Right. I mean, you can still take time off, but I think his focus, aside from his family, his focus is always on his career, which entail, you know, which obviously. Brother, do you think about your career every damn day? Yes. Ray, I think about you guys every day, night and day, <laughs> bub. 
Brother, I think about hey, my hey, career. It's, a, hey, it's the last thing he thinks about before he goes to sleep, and the first thing he thinks about when he wakes <laughs> up. Damn it! I mean, you, just, you don't win Get like that with that. With that. Hey, a, a do any of you guys watch field, Saturday Night Live? Do you yeah. guys watch Saturday Night Live? I mean, we, I, a lot of times it's reruns, but okay, forty-three. Ray, I just sent you a clip from this past week Saturday Night Live. And I mean, if this is not my life to a T with my wife, she is in love with Zillow. Pick up like a pro. I don't know who that is. Subway commercial. Zillow is like the housing app. She is obsessed at looking at houses on there. It's 226. Just play a little. We'll play like 30, 45 seconds. This sums up my love life. For something to spice up your life? Oh, yeah. You used to want sex, but you're in your late 30s now. And sex isn't really doing it for me anymore. You need something new. Something exciting. I need a new fantasy. Then you need Zilla. Zilla. Okay, good. Dude, my wife spends an hour, I bet an hour a day on the damn Zillow app just dreaming of houses. I mean, I guess you're lacking some square footage there, bub. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, no, no. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, what we? I'll get in bed and I'll go to you know do some smoochy smoochy. She's like, yeah, I'm on Zillow, and I'm like, <laughs> what the? Well, you and me both. You're in the Zillow uh, bed. Bed. I'm in the bed with TikTok, dude. It's <laughs> for 20, 30 minutes every night. It's TikTok, and I'm telling you, these apps are starting to take over life. It's crazy. And the skit on Saturday Night Live just nailed it. It's like, oh, you're in your late 30s. You're looking something to spice you up. Here's Zillow, and I'm like, and I was watching it with my wife. We record it and we watch it, and we we're like, "Oh my God, that's you! That is you!" And my sister even called me and goes, "Did you see Saturday Night Live with the Zillow?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I saw it. Don't you worry. Oh, just cut the Wi-Fi off for nighttime. Tell them later. Pretty, I, I pretty funny. Yeah, I'm about the Zillow. Bucks what does that have to do with Saturday Night Live? They, that was their skit. Oh, that, that wasn't a real, okay. I get you. No, that's not a real commercial. At least you're going to bed with something. Hey, yeah. Bubs, I looked up your Zillow house. Is it the Chiefs flags in the front? Mm-hmm. Dang, six figure house. Is it show priceless on there? I don't know. I can't find yours. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, all right, everybody, have a great weekend. So Lawan did uh, did give us a set. That surprises me that you said that. I didn't know we were still on the podcast, but especially knowing that we were hurt a little bit. So yeah, he's hopefully good uh, turf toe is a real thing. I guess. Yeah, Surgery. Mahomes under the knife. That's pretty crazy. Hopefully, he'll come back strong. I've been under the knife too. What did he say about the Titans? Uh, he said they're going to win the Super Bowl ten years in a row, Coach. Yep. When do they start? No, he said that he's going to be better. He'll be back for next year, and he doesn't know where Marcus Mariota's going. And he said Marcus Mariota likes Vegas because he likes to throw the dice. I love it. So he still got some prime left then. Yeah. Good deal. Hope so. he ends up. Where I like the guy. I don't All think right. he had a fair. Uh, I don't think he had a fair go here in Tennessee. So. Well, hopefully he goes Chiefs and Mahomes comes here. Yeah, uh, watch it. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Oh, wait, where'd Eddie go? He didn't buzz us out. So, brother, you want to buzz us out? How do we do it? You got to do the buzzer. Okay. What go. Is that? Oh, we just buzz, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm learning. Go. Bzzz. That was the worst buzz. That might have been the worst buzz. Like, like you're like su- a like a subs like- coming in the basketball game. There you go. My there bad. Go, that better. was good, bud. Yeah. I work on my buzzer. Oh, yeah, and that was brought to you by Bubs. We're back open today. We still don't have the Bucks burger. I was just doing Bubs. Oh. If you guys are looking for the Bucks burger, it's been discontinued. And if you do order the Bucks burger as uh, Uber Eats, we're going to poop in a po- in a box. And hey, if you order the you. Bucks burger, Tom Brady will show up your house and kick your ass. Our Bucks burger <laughs> did have a little bit of goat in it, and we have discontinued that burger.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.